Riviera Radio Business News. Morning, Henk. Good morning. Nice to be back with you. And I have to say there's uh, spring in my step this morning. There are lots happening in markets to keep us concentrated. But the children are finally going back to school, which is a, a joyous moment for any parent after the long summer holidays. Nine weeks my children have been at home. Can you believe that? Nine weeks. I'm sure <laughs> I did not time. get nine weeks off. But it's uh, they're back at school and uh, feel a little bit better about the world today. Well, you had a spring in your step. Did they have a spring in their step? They were keen, actually, surprisingly. Let's see how long that lasts. It normally lasts as long as them to smash up their new shoes and wreck their new clothes. But we'll see in what state they come home and how happy they are when they see the long list of homework that they have to start doing these days. OK, well, hang moving on the markets. They're weaker and weaker. Yeah, hangover from the hawkish Federal Reserve continued last week. Equity markets sold off aggressively after hopes that Fed Chair would use the Jackson Hole Policy Symposium to offer a soothing message to investors were indeed dashed. What does that mean in terms of the path of policy in the United States? Not even a glimmer of a pivot. The next Fed meeting on the 20th of September. Decision for another 75 basis point hike or a step down to 50 basis points continues to be data dependent. The key data points in the US will be the inflation prints and those labour market reports. Friday's labour market report finally showed some early signs that labour market demand is slowing. Non-farm payrolls increased by 315,000 in August, deceleration from the 528,000 jobs created in July. The unemployment rate uh, rate rose to 3.7%. That was partly a reflection of the increase we saw in the participation rate to 62.4%. I think given our expectation, momentum in labour markets will continue to gradually soften. Price pressures will slowly ease back. Still think on balance, we'll see a 50 basis point increase in September. Uh, but markets, of course, nervous about what's happening in terms of Fed policy. They're nervous about what we're going to see from the European Central Bank later this week. We now think it's 75 basis point increase could well be on the cards given they envelop in elevated inflation prints and of course markets concerned about what's happening in European gas markets deterioration in data coming through from China so that all played out in performance last week exits say continue to drift lower marking a miserable end to the month S&P 500 fell 3.3% last week, down 4.2% in August. NASDAQ was down 5.2% last month. In Europe, despite the 2% rise on Friday, which will disappear very quickly at the open this morning, Stock 600 fell 2.4% last week, was off 4.5% through August, giving back around about half of its summer rally. Well, no, you just mentioned the European uh, gas crisis. Where are we at here? I mean, Russia has scrapped plans to reopen a major pipeline. Uh, what's it look like? Yeah, exactly right. The Euro energy crisis was plunged deeper into turmoil over the course of the weekend after Russia halted gas throws through the Nord Stream pipeline that serves Europe. Nord Stream, you say, is the biggest pipeline, even though it's only been operating around 20% of its capacity. It was meant to reopen again on Saturday after maintenance. European politicians have been bracing themselves for the prospect of supply cuts by finding or certainly searching for alternative sources of energy and and filling up its capacity. Natural gas prices have surged around about 20% overnight. To put that in some sort of context, the change that we've seen in price over the course of the past 12 months, gas prices are now four times higher than they were a year ago. That's forcing EU officials, which meet on Friday, to consider uh, intervention in terms of energy markets, including price caps, 
support for suppliers, rationing and a windfall on producers as well. Industrial demand in Europe has been falling and falling quite dramatically. Higher prices make it uneconomical for some firms to operate against the current price backdrop. So lots of turmoil playing out in terms of energy markets, filtering through to risk sentiment as well. We are looking at a down day at the open, eight minutes away from the open. It could be quite dramatic. Stocks, uh, Euro stocks 50 forecast a fall by around about 108 points off around about three percent give you some more detail on that we expect the dax to open down around about 375 points cat quantum in paris off 140 points FTSE 100 in london down 89 points and today's the day uk new prime minister what does this mean for well, the economic outlook yeah, the next British Prime Minister will be announced today, we think at around 12.30 UK time. If elected, a Liz Truss premiership, we think, would create upside risk to GDP and possibly the rate path in 2023. Truss has said she intends to hold a fiscal event on the 21st of September. Based on new reports, a support package totalling around 40 to £50 billion, pounds, or 2 to 2.5% of GDP, could be announced. Her campaign has pledged 30 billion pounds worth of tax cuts, including a reversal of that 1.25 percentage point increase in national insurance contributions, reversal of the corporation tax hike that was due to come in next April, which was due to rise from 19% to 25%, and a moratorium on green levies. It is worth noting that there's been very little detail on the spending or on the forecast side to discuss how these measures would be paid for. Alongside that, around 10 to 15 billion pounds of further emergency cost of living related support to help with energy bills could be announced. The government is actually reportedly considering freezing energy bills at the current level for two years with suppliers borrowing from a deficit fund arranged by the government through commercial banks, the government recuperating costs possibly via higher energy bills over many years. In principle, actually, this could be a highly attractive policy for the government as it would keep headline inflation much lower if universal in the near term. And if considered alone, it would cost much less on headline public sector net borrowing. Trust campaign, which also mentioned, has promised to review the Bank of England's mandate while the government can change the 2% inflation target for price stability without legislation. More fundamental changes, such as adding an economic target, would require legislation. Changes to the mandate are expected to face a high bar, while any perception that monetary policy is becoming politicised could prompt an adverse market reaction. In terms of growth, we estimate the combined effect of that national insurance and corporation tax measure would boost GDP by half of 1%, but stronger growth, marginally higher price pressures may encourage the Bank of England to run a slightly tighter monetary policy. Any reaction we think will be delayed until implementation, so any additional rate hikes in 2023 we think are likely to be limited to around about 25 basis points. But we wait to hear that announcement at lunchtime today. We'll have to wait and see. Friend or foe? Let's see. And uh, foreign exchanges, please. Well, dollar's looking really strong given that risk environment that we're operating in this morning. Both sterling and euro weaker against the greenback. Pound against the dollar this morning, falling to 114.5. Dramatic movement there. Euro dollar coming in at 0.98. You're going to get pretty miserable. 1 euro 15.5 cents for your British pound this morning. And you're in uh, sunny Canary Wharf this morning? 
It's beautiful, actually. We had a torrential rain last night, lots of thundering and lightning. It's freshened the whole Canary Wharf landscape up, which is nice. Blue skies have returned. So blue skies outside, lots of red on the screen, one would suspect, this morning. Well, have a great day, Hank Potts. We'll speak to you at the same time tomorrow morning. Have a good day. Take care. Hank Potts from Barclays. Okay.